So hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Caitlin Burke. I'm a 2010 uh, Shoesbury High School graduate. A lot of you probably know my mom. She's a gym teacher at the high school, um, Mrs. Burke. Um, and yeah, so after uh, Shoesbury High School, I went to St. Michael's College, which is in Colchester, Vermont. And I majored in history and English. Um, and I also had peace and justice and art history minors. Um, and yeah, um, and then I um, did a year of AmeriCorps VISTA. Um, up in Vermont um, as part of a bookmobile up in the northwestern um, part of the state. Um, and after that, I went to graduate school. Um, I got my MBA in nonprofit management at Brandeis University in Waltham. Um, and I have been working in the nonprofit sector since then. Um, and yeah, doing having a liberal arts experience, um, and especially going to a small school, was definitely um, the best thing I could have done. I definitely had no idea what I wanted to do um, at age 18 um, or even at 22 or 21 graduating college. Um, so yeah, it was a really great experience in terms of just learning a lot of different things um, and kind of being able to figure out what my interests actually were. Thanks, Caitlin. Jennifer. Hi everyone, um, I'm Jennifer Chen. I graduated from Shrewsbury High School in 2007. Uh, I went to Harvard and studied art history there and also um, participated in a lot of music and performing arts. And when I graduated, worked for the Boston Symphony for four years uh, and then went to get an MBA at Yale. Um, and uh, while I was there, started a performing arts company. Um, we're 17 artists who um, create original work and travel uh, and performing them, the works around the country. Um, and that experience was amazing and also terrifying um, and uh, put me through an experience I had never had before, which was working alone remotely um, for the majority of the year. And so during that time, I sort of evaluated what I wanted my life to look like and um, decided to enroll in a piano technician program where I'm learning now how to tune, regulate and um, rebuild pianos. And um, it's uh, spectacular. And also, um, I think uh, I, I've, I'm, I've sort of come into this place where I'm thinking about what it means to live a creative life and that it can take many, many forms. Um, and I think that's one thing that a liberal arts experience does um, is sort of open up all of these possibilities. So that's me. <laughs> that's great. Thank you. Um, I guess, could you guys talk a little bit about your experiences? Like what, when we say a liberal arts education, like what do you think that is or what do you think that means? If you were to explain it to our students. Sure, so for me, um, it was more going into um, um, kind of a, a program that you had a lot of gen ed requirements. Um, so you definitely had to take, um, I took history classes and, but I also took math classes and science classes and philosophy. Um, and because it was a school with a religious affiliation, there was religious, um, religious, religious class requirements. So kind of being able to be exposed to a bunch of different subjects um, and just kind of having the opportunity to learn a lot of different things, I think for me is kind of what that, what that meant, kind of a, a well-rounded approach. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. Um, and for me personally, I found um, the focus on uh, how humans see the world um, as part of my sort of study in the humanities and 
art history, literally, um, you sort of see that translated, uh, was invaluable for every other part of um, my career in terms of uh, something as sort of as buzzwordy as it is, something from like empathy um, to working with people and inter interpersonal relationships um, to thinking about things that are a little bit more quote unquote business-like, like marketing um, or fundraising. So definitely um, you, every everything is about humans being with humans. So um, it's it's invaluable in that way. And Caitlin and Jennifer, can you or can you share um, some of the clubs, activities? I know, Caitlin, you um, did a year of service after college, but some of the, the activities in which you engage that you feel really helped grow your interpersonal skills, your confidence, um, trust, et cetera, that would be helpful. Sure, yeah. So I um, played rugby um, for four years, and that was a great, great experience. And it was great to play a club sport um, because I got to be able to be really active in other things on campus. I was really involved in um, advocacy on campus. So we uh, specifically with um, the Democratic Republic of the Congo. So being able to kind of um, be really involved in a club and organize um, demonstrations at the state house and do all sorts of like advocacy campaigning um, was a really great uh, activity I got to be a part of and it really um, kind of combined nicely with the peace and justice classes I was able to take. Excellent. Thanks. Jennifer? So cool. <laughs> um, I, I, it's funny because I feel like I've been, I've been doing the same thing since high school. So in high school I was uh, in the orchestra and I played piano for the chorus and to the musicals. And then I was in orchestra in college and worked for an orchestra afterward and sort of kind of found uh, my confidence as uh, Jane was talking about a sort of um, through these early, early experiences and just finding these communities um, in, in wherever I went. Um, so yeah, definitely a huge performing arts um, nerd as it were. <laughs> <laughs> and if you um, can think of something if you could do something over again <laughs> um, at some point, whether it was during high school or following high school, um, maybe it was a course decision, maybe it was a living arrangement or, or anything that you think would be helpful to our students. Um, and I know that might take some thought on your part, but if you, can, if you can think of a lesson learned that you're able to share, that would be great. I'm gonna, sh I'll share one. How's yeah. that? <laughs> <Start>. <laughs> um, I, um, I held off on the, I loved volunteering in high school and enjoyed getting involved with athletics and clubs and activities. And I held off initially um, at college. I went to Providence College for my undergrad and then Leslie at where I received my master's in elementary ed and then Northeastern where I got my um, doctor of education degree. But holding off on getting involved because I was afraid that I wasn't going to do well academically in college if I um, joined the Friars Club or if I volunteered at Dorcas Place, which was a spot in Providence um, for um, women and children where other students would go in and tutor and whatnot. Um, so I think it took, it definitely took me until sophomore year to say, you know, I, 
I think I do have time <laughs> to get involved. In fact, I, I seem to have a good amount of time, more than maybe I had in high school. And all of a sudden, I felt like I was light on my toes. I, there were friendships that I wouldn't have formed otherwise with different groups of people, depending on um, the activity I was involved in. All of a sudden, I got involved in, you know, a, a few different things that, um, again, took a good amount of time, but I think in the end, it helped me for sure manage my time um, better and just psychologically and physically, because some of it was a, you know, physical involvement, um, moving boxes of food or whatnot. But um, I, in retrospect, could have used that the second week of freshman year, <laughs> because the sense of belonging um, was just everywhere. I just felt it. So that's some one thing I learned. Yeah, I'd say along those lines, um, uh, sort of feeding your curiosity as much as possible, as much as you're physically and mentally able to do it, I think, um, is uh, it opens these doors that you kind of never could have anticipated, especially when you're kind of you're, you're facing the daunting task of picking your freshman year classes and activities. Um, I, I wouldn't shy away from anything because you're not sure, I guess, what what use it could be to you. Um, but if there's if the curiosity is there, you'll definitely find something in it. Um, yeah. Good advice. Yeah, and I think for me, um, going to a school that definitely had a very defined campus kind of outside a, um, a city or uh, Berlin, like Burlington, Vermont. So not so earlier on kind of taking advantage of the community outside of the campus um, and really taking advantage of what the community has to offer um, and kind of not waiting until um, junior or senior year or living in the city after to really learn what the community had. Um, yeah. <laughs> Good advice. I have a question. Um, what strengths do you think you brought to, so you, you know, you get to that senior year and you're thinking of interviewing and looking at jobs, like what strengths do you think you brought to the table as, you know, someone with a Bachelor of Arts degree? You know, people don't always think of it as a concrete, tangible skill that you've achieved, but having been there, I think there's a lot that you, you do gain. And I'm just curious what you would, what you would say about that. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. You're yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, I think there, um, one thing that some people might sort of uh, talk down on in terms of a liberal arts degree is sort of this, like, touch and go with a bunch of different subjects um, as part of your education, which I think uh, is actually amazing in that it, it gives you if not fluency, literacy in, in many, many areas. And so therefore you're able to talk about and with um, any number of people and tell stories that way um, across different disciplines. Um, and, and sort of the, the, the connecting of those lines is the thing that sort of builds what um, a life is and what your job is. And so that, that I don't want to say persuasive, but that sort of storytelling capability of connecting with people um, is really, really huge and is something that is really hard to sort of manufacture um, with like a single class. Uh, it really is an experience with many other people. Yeah, and going off of that, um, yeah, like effective communication skills, both verbally, but also um, written. 
um, and being able to write and also being able to kind of read things from a lot of different disciplines and kind of to be able to synthesize that and um, kind of be able to um, talk about it and write about it, so. Thank you. Students, does anyone have a question? No, I'm all set. <laughs> okay. I wrote one down here. <laughs> so, um, Caitlin and Jennifer, what factored into your decision when it came time to choosing a college or university to attend? How did you make that very, what could be a difficult decision? Yeah, so I um, remember being really into it. I visited pretty much schools in two hours, two and a half hours in every direction um, with my mom over the course of junior and senior year. Um, and for me, I really wanted a small campus feel. Um, and I really liked um, kind of the amenities and the access to the outdoors. Um, and just kind of going to campus and kind of getting the feel for it. I really loved how everyone held the doors open and everyone seemed happy, even though it was really cold and snowing. Um, <laughs> and for me, it generally was that feeling. Um, I also think um, it definitely helped that St. Mike's was the most generous in the financial aid package. Um, so kind of definitely taking those factors in consideration too, but it was definitely also that feeling of, am I going to be happy here for the next four years? Yeah, people make a huge difference in environment. Um, I actually almost applied to art schools and conservatories. And um, there was a point when I realized in sort of like junior year that it was not going to be the career that would make me happy. Um, I have uh, a lot of stage fright, so it, uh, it would have been a very anxious ex existence. So um, that sort of led me to liberal arts, I think partially because of that, not knowing really what I wanted to go into and kind of thinking, well, I'm not sure if the arts would lead to a real career, so a real career. Um, and so, so going to a place that would have options um, for exploring multiple things um, it, uh, in a rigorous way was something that was a huge um, influencing factor in how I decided which schools to apply to. Yeah. And I'm curious, how did you feel coming out of Shrewsbury High? Like, how did you feel prepared for that next step? Academically, socially, however, mm -hmm. however you think. It amazes me looking back at high school, how much I was doing. And between all of your classes, all of the extracurricular activities, sports, music, um, and, uh, if I did not figure out how to manage my time then, I don't know how I would have existed. <laughs> um, and when I got to college, I definitely felt very prepared for the uh, workload. Even though it was a college workload, I think um, having the support system of my friends at uh, Shrewsbury High and um, the teachers and counselors um, in sort of like preparing you for that kind of lifestyle where everything is self-directed um it that was that i think that was the biggest thing was just being prepared mentally um for that great yeah i agree i definitely felt prepared um academically um it was also really important for me to kind of when i selected schools to maybe not 
even if I got into a reach school, maybe kind of realizing that maybe that would be not what I wanted out of the experience in terms of being able to have a work-life balance with course load. So kind of thinking about the, the school and kind of what I wanted to study and also um, what I wanted that balance to look like. Um, so I definitely was able to kind of pick a school that was able to kind of align with um, where it would fit in well academically for me. Um, but I think also having the uh, support net and socially, I felt really prepared um, because of Shrewsbury High School. Uh, my school is about the same size of the high school. So I think that helped too. I have a question. Did you have go-to people at the high school? It's like, as you know, well, you probably know, I think now we have, what, Michelle, 1,970 students um, at the high school. And, um, you know, sometimes we hear from students that it's so big, they don't feel like they know who to go to for what. But did you have your go-to people? And if so, how did you find them? And how did you get the confidence up enough to, you know, set up a meeting to speak to them or uh, catch them in the hallway or whatnot? But who were who some of your people <laughs> who you could count on and trust? And if really you don't have to name, it could be a teacher or a counselor, yeah. uh, but if you're comfortable. Yeah, I was really lucky. He's retired now, but I had Mr. Binkowski for Latin for, from like sixth grade onward. And um, I'm, he's like, I'm very, very certain that he's the reason why I got into like any colleges. Um, and he was just an incredible um, person to talk to about anything. And he was also a coach of the hockey team. And so um, this sort of, again, like a well-rounded sense of what a life is and that your life can look in any number of forms. And um, really just, just if you follow anything, the, the, the thing I learned from him was if you follow anything with um, rigor and passion and are you holding yourself to your values, you can't really be making wrong decisions for yourself. And I think one of the pieces of advice that I would have loved to have gotten when I was in college was um, when, when you sort of have this uh, paranoia that you're making the wrong decision when there are so many options around you, um, if you're sort of kind of creating your personal checklist of what your values are and making sure you're doing everything with integrity, you really can't make a wrong decision. Mm. Well said. That's Great, so thanks. funny you said Mr. Binkowski because I was also going to say Mr. Bink. <laughs> Amazing. We should tell him. I wish he was here right now so he yeah. could hear that. That would make him feel great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think in general, in terms of having go-to people, I think having the confidence to kind of ask for that help wasn't something I really developed until college. Um, and I definitely have professors in college that I'm still in touch with um, for different things, recommendations, advice. Um, so I guess in terms of high school, being comfortable um, to ask the teachers that you have connections with. I think I was, I remember being terrified to ask for my college rec letters and things like that. So I think just kind of being confident that teachers wanna help um, mm -hmm. is definitely something to consider. Great, good answer. And along the lines, I'd say, um, if there are people that you are sort of looking at and are saying, oh, I would love to do what they're doing, or I find what they're doing really interesting, um, I'm an introvert. And so I found it really difficult to sort of cold call people um, and have like informational interviews. Um, 
But one piece, one another piece of advice that I got in business school actually was that people love to talk about themselves. And so if you are going into a conversation with that curiosity, like you will have a good conversation and they would, they will enjoy talking to you. So don't be scared to do it. We talked earlier today, oh, I guess it was yesterday, the networking piece and how important that is. Um, and as you say, Jennifer, even if you're not the most outgoing person um, to, um, you know, there are informational sessions and seminars you can attend, you know, um, like you students are doing right now, just to gain some um, knowledge and information. Um, but you're right, people do like to talk about um, themselves or they're comfortable, many, most adults um, sharing their stories. And um, really, that only that only helps us learn and grow. Um, so that's good, good advice. I guess Students, I, I wonder if yeah. any of you would be willing to share, um, not necessarily a person's name, but do you have advice for your classmates as to who is helpful at the high school? Should you have a question about a course or a sport or whatnot? We have a quiet group. That's okay. <laughs> I guess one question I would have for you is, um, and I think you've alluded to this before, but what, um, you've given some good advice, but anything looking back on high school you would do a little differently or anything you would have wished you had tried, but you didn't? As I look at some of the students on our call, I mean, we have some sophomores here with two more mm -hmm. years ahead of them. Mm -hmm. So I'm just wondering if you have any thoughts for them, for all of our students. And you can say no. I was trying to think. It feels like it was so, it was so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think. Well, I, I will. I'll say that one one reason why I brought up Mr. Bank was I think it was junior year. Um, I really wanted to take orchestra, but it was the same period as AP Latin, and so I went to him and I was like, I don't know what to do. And somehow we managed to do an independent study in AP Latin so that I could take orchestra. And um, that felt like something that was completely impossible. Um, and with the support of everybody around me and the guidance counselors and the um, administration, I was we were able to make it happen. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I would say don't, don't let things be dead ends if you are interested in something. Good advice. That's great advice. I would also say, and I guess it's difficult living in COVID-19 times, but to kind of take advantage of um, the community and events at the school and kind of go to things and um, just kind of try to be an active part of the SHS community, um, I think is really important. Like going to football games, if that's what you're into, or going to concerts or to see the play. Um, not sure what that looks like now, um, but it's in general, like kind of taking advantage of the community at SHS aside from the academics. Great. We had an alum talk yesterday about, um, I guess St. Anne's is always looking for help on Monday mornings, and I'm not really sure why Monday, but um, she was looking for something to do. She's been in the Peace Corps and was sent home 
uh, due to COVID-19. Um, but she called up St. Anne's and went and spent um, Monday from, I think it was 9.30 till 1.30 in the afternoon. And she said it was a great physical endeavor and mental <laughs> endeavor. Um, and um, yeah, just it's good to be part of a greater effort. Um, so that's a good point around getting involved with whether it's the SHS community or our local community. Um, I don't think you ever walk away from some, you know, attending, whether it's a football game, a club activity, or volunteering, regretting having gone. Um, it's kind of like exercise. <laughs> you might not look always look forward to it, but uh, you never say, darn, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> um, because you feel good afterwards, but good advice. Any questions, students? Can I ask you what you are, what, what are you doing now that's making you excited? Why did you come here? <laughs> oh, I, yes. Somebody respond. That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I guess I came here because um, I wasn't too clear on the idea of what a liberal arts degree or something like that really meant. But um, after hearing like you guys talk and you guys said it was like a lot of being well-rounded, good connections, it's um, it's really important and appealing to me now. Um, and yeah, I also just want to throw in there that um, I have friends who I went to college with who, while um, my degrees were in history and English, they have gone on to become PAs. One of them got a computer science degree and is a government contractor. So um, just because it's a school that focuses a lot on the humanities, it doesn't mean you can't study um, or go into um, those STEM fields too. It's more about like the educational experience for sure. Mm -hmm. Good mm -hmm. point. Any other questions out there? Or what, why are you here? <laughs> Interests that you want to share? Okay, you're just listening today. <laughs> um, uh, I would say um, uh, I'm, a, I'm also a little bit interested in the performing arts and I'm a percussionist and I've been, um, I'm in the honors with ensemble right now. And I like, I'm interested in like the, the, that sort of performing arts. And I know that you talked a little bit about like doing liberal arts and you did a lot of music related stuff. So I was just like, curious on how maybe specifically that helped you in pursuing maybe music specifically? Yeah, um, I think uh, one of the things that it brought to me very early was um, community uh, in a way that I think is really hard to find um, at that age. Uh, um, I, I feel like high school is like there's a lot and so um, I found like a very close-knit group of friends both um, at school and in a youth orchestra that I participated in outside of school on weekends um, in high school. And um, within that community, I also was able to find sort of the beginning of my leadership skills. Um, I was on some, I would think I was secretary, I can't remember exactly, of the orchestra um, and uh, sort of started doing more and more of these um, leadership roles in high school, um, which led me to wanting to do that in college as well. 
Um, and I think once you sort of are finding your community and then you start building it, then you're developing this whole other world of skills outside of um, even what music is. And at the same time, you're, you're kind of surrounded by something that you're really passionate about. So it makes it even better. Um, yeah. I hope that answers your question in some way. Yeah, th thank you. That, um, that thanks. <laughs> And for those of you who are enjoying the Zoom webinar, we have a four o'clock one and the focus is uh, music and theater. Um, so feel free to join in alum and students uh, uh, four to five, right? That's right, right, Michelle? <laughs> Today. Um, so for more information, um, just continuing to gain insights. Um, hi, I have a question too. Sure. So I was wondering, like, I wasn't here at the beginning, but um, how you guys found your, like, sense of direction, like, you knew, like, did you always know you were going into, like, liberal arts or something like that? Um, yeah, that's a great question. I definitely um, did not. I um, didn't really know what I wanted to do coming out of high school, but I knew that I um, loved history. I loved my English classes. Um, I did not like math or chemistry. Um, so I knew I wanted to kind of, I knew I wanted to go into freshman year being a history major, um, but I had no idea what that would look like as a career. Um, so yeah, I just kind of found a school that felt like a great fit in terms of environment, academics, um, and just kind of the overall feel of the campus. Um, and that's kind of led me um, into more of going through my majors and the classes and the activities kind of has led to the career I am um, at now working, um, doing fundraising and communications for a nonprofit. Yeah, I'd say um, I, I was uh, holding back on something that I thought I really wanted to do um, and kind of not sort of allowing myself to think that was a possibility for quite some time. Um, but as sort of, I, I, I think, and I think one thing that is really helpful about a liberal arts education is the curiosity that's fed through it. You sort of learn a lot about what you don't like in, a, in addition to what you like. Um, and uh, the more I sort of, uh, was exploring, I found myself mag like kind of being like magneted back, um, toward the arts and, um, I just had to start listening to it at a certain point. Um, yeah. So. I'm curious if you either or both of you had jobs or internships along the way in college that helped you decide what path you would take after school. Good question. Yeah, so I worked in uh, my school's writing center um, for a couple of years um, um, and then also um, with the phonathon, um, both of which I guess have come back full force in doing fundraising and communications, although I definitely didn't think about that at the time. Um, I didn't have any internships in college, um, which is probably not a great um, role model thing to do, but um, but yeah, so definitely the on-campus jobs I think help and also helped me um, manage my time better too, um, especially early on with the flexibility and scheduling. Mm -hmm. Um, I worked in the library uh, during the school year, and then after my freshman year, I got an internship at Tanglewood, which is the summer home of the Boston Symphony in the Berkshires. And um, it was one of those like 
total entry level jobs. Um, we sat at a desk um, and answered questions for most of the day. Um, but it was given sort of the nature of what the festival is like, the exposure to how an organization is run um, was invaluable. And it was through those connections because I happened to be going to school in, in the Boston area. I was able to do sort of part-time work at the symphony when I came back that fall. Um, so that connection was really invaluable and sort of set me up for my professional life after college. Um, and so every summer um, after that, I ended up working at Tanglewood in different capacities. That's great, thank you. That's a beautiful spot to be. I love Tanglewood. I was very lucky. <laughs> yeah. Students, do you have any other wonderings that might help we could talk through? Any majors, any Bachelor of Arts majors someone might be considering? You want to ask a question about? One cool thing that some of my friends were able to do um, at my school with the flexibility of the liberal arts was to kind of create their own major. So I had friends who created their own global health major before that became an official major on campus. I had other friends who created their own peace and justice major. Um, and both of them went on to do different service programs. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of flexibility um, with some liberal arts programs to be able to kind of design your own curriculum. Um, and courses, which is also a really cool thing. Did either of you study abroad at all during your four years? Um, yeah, I was in Dublin um, for the, my spring semester junior year, um, and that was a great experience for sure. Yeah, and I studied in Florence, same semester. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, I found that that was that's another place, another way that a um, liberal arts degree can be a little bit more flexible. I had friends that were in the sciences and the requirements were just um, too rigorous and too hard to duplicate abroad. Um, so yeah, another perk. We have a question here from a student. I'm still a bit confused on what liberal arts means. What careers does a degree in liberal arts lead to? That's a great question. That is a great question. <laughs> Um, it's a funny, for me, for me, the way I sort of interpret it, uh, it's, um, kind of a funny definition in that it is not, um, the, the pot is very big. And so, um, I think things that are focused on, um, sort of the human looking outward and finding, as as uh, Caitlin was saying earlier, this sort of like 360 full, well-rounded um, experience of being able to synthesize across disciplines um, in having a, a, a curriculum that requires you to take courses um, in history, in the sciences, in uh, quantitative areas. Um, it's sort of what the the proclamation is. Um, but really, at the end of the day, a liberal arts degree to me is sort of something that you are able to define for yourself. And um, I think that also leads into uh, what you end up 
doing with it. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's something that really like feeds curiosity. It allows you to go into any number of fields. Um, and I think also one, one thing to remember is that um, nothing is really permanent. And so if you study something in college and, and you find that you really want to go into an area that's um, not quite within the humanities or liberal arts area, a lot of my friends completely pivot. Um, and people who study English end up going to med school. And, um, you know, I think there, there are, you will be able to find the things that you want to be doing. Um, and I think it's more about the qualities of work rather than what the work is um, actually in itself, in and of itself. Um, that you can can really it opens up the, the windows for that. That was a little bit rambling. <laughs> Sorry, I would agree a hundred percent. And just like kind of the idea of like a holistic education. Um, and in terms of careers, like, and I guess this is the thing I got used to answering at Thanksgiving. Um, you can do anything with a liberal arts degree. Um, but in all seriousness, I, I do um, nonprofit fundraising and communications. I have friends that are lawyers, PAs, um, friends in med school, in biotech labs, um, friends that work for um, the Smithsonian. So the possibilities are really endless. Um, yeah. <laughs> And I think I think the hard part about it is that at the end of at the end of the day, it's really about you and figuring out what you want, um, which which requires a lot of work. Um, I mean, even when I went to business school and I was twenty seven, um, a lot of people had no idea, myself included, like no idea who we were, <laughs> and so uh, you're just sort of like kicking the can down the road of like making a decision and and. Um, that time specifically was the the first time where I felt like I had two years really literally just to think about what I wanted to do. Um, and uh, it's definitely worth doing that work early, if you can. I agree. I remember my dad and mom growing up talking up the liberal arts um, education, particularly because um, the curriculum um, really encourages the exploration that uh, Caitlin and Jennifer have talked about across disciplines um, while also providing you know core academic experiences for students um, to discover and learn about um, again it's very it's varied you can engage in the natural sciences engineering um, while taking classes in history and philosophy and the arts um, they the uh, alum have talked about you know really education towards the whole person um, you don't feel or um, I never felt stuck because uh, there was just so much to choose from um, and be exposed to. So um, when I think of liberal arts, I feel of all, I think of um, about that opportunity really to explore and follow your passion and create your major. <laughs> so good, good points. The other, the other thing I would add is I was a political science major, which falls under the liberal arts category. And my parents were convinced I could only go into politics with a degree like that. Um, but I would say once you're out of school or even as you're getting out of college, it becomes less, the focus is less on what you majored in and more what you did. 
So you, the experience you have is or what's going to make you, you know, valuable to an employer or to a graduate program, not necessarily if you were a political science or an English major, um, or depending on the program, obviously, but so there's um, a lot of value in the experiences you can have outside the classroom, I think, that help you make you well-rounded. Um, and I appreciated the opportunity to blend those things to have the things I was doing outside the classroom matter as much as what I was doing in, maybe even more. So. I would put huge stars around that. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think my major or my education really got me any of the jobs that I have. Um, It really was sort of the experiences that I did outside of it. So the leadership roles that I had in extracurriculars and the internships that I had um, during the summer or the jobs that I had uh, during the school year were really the things that, um, sort of led me professionally. Mm-hmm. The word connections comes to mind as I hear all of you speak. Yeah. Um, because though those people with whom you come in contact and connect during the, the internships, during the work study experiences, during the volunteer service projects, um, oftentimes those people come back into your life, not that they ever really go away, but in some way, shape, or form, um, as you're looking to um, find information or you're looking for a resource, and it's so um, beneficial in so many ways to have the experiences you describe and I, I completely agree that that is what makes the person who they are today I think. Um, we do have a, a question from a student um, the question is other than general studies what additional class did, did you take? Um, sure so I, um, I took a class in statistics I took a microbes and human health class for my science requirement um, philosophy classes, um, war and religion classes, a lot of very specific English classes. Um, I took one about African-American literature and jazz, um, a course on the American Revolution, like very specific history in English classes. Um, Yeah, and those are just a a handful of the ones I took over the the four years. Yeah, I think what's really great about um, a school that is focused on a liberal arts education is that um, many professors from across different departments work with each other to create classes. So so some of my most memorable classes were ones that were crossovers between, for example, the music department and the English department, um, or the the earth sciences department and um, the art history department. So um, those were some of the types of classes that I was able to take as well as um, philosophy as well and some quantitative courses and I, a lot of my time was spent actually in foreign language courses. Um, that was sort of my second love. What do we think students, anything else? Did this help clarify for any? Anyone, what education can entail, and that you can, in fact, go on to do great things. Well, alum and students, we have uh, quick surveys we're asking you to f- complete at some point over the next couple of days to give us feedback, um, more topics that you might want to explore, or just ways. Um, 
ways in which these conversations are helping you clarify your thinking. Um, and again, any suggestions you have, we'd love to hear them. And Caitlin and Jennifer, I can't thank you enough. Oh, of course, happy to, happy to be here. And if you feel like talking about music yeah. and theater, four <laughs> o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> the link is there. Um, I forget. We have a couple of, yeah, a couple of grads, one focused on voice and the other in college um, majoring in music and theater. So um, feel free to join in, students too. <laughs> and thank you, Mrs. Biscotti. No problem. <laughs> thank you, everyone. All right. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye, thank you. Thank you. Bye, take care.